everyone. Dave and Jeff, first time in a while. We're back together, actually doing the show live from the garage this time. Both of us in San Diego at the same time. How exciting, Dave, to be back in San Diego right at the same time as Darren Smith returns from his deployment to Kuwait. <laughs> you fucking kidding me with that guy? You fucking kidding me? Look, uh, uh, we're going we're gonna to go behind the curtain today. We're going to take you right behind the fucking curtain immediately. Yeah. Really, really good buddy of mine. Who? Darren. Oh, thought we were going to another story. But I turned the radio on today at whatever time, 2 o'clock, 1.30, okay. um, heading to lunch. And I'm like, all right, let me see how well I can hear extra in Carlsbad. And let me hear what he's doing <clears throat> since he's been gone for a couple of months. Oh. You know, this was so great last night when Kyle Kraska took a few minutes to welcome us back to the airwave. Just his self-congratulations bullshit. I'm like, who are you? Are you Neil fucking Armstrong? Did you walk the moon? It's not a promotion. You're on extra. I fucking worked there three different times, and I could make an argument that I was there four different times. It's not that fucking great. Oh, I, I just, I was so, so blown away. Hey, let's play some of the audio from Channel 8. Why? Are you serious? Yeah, why you do played we? played the audio of, of Kyle saying, welcome back? Uh, you know what I did at that point? I went to 710. Because even though the guy's a buddy of mine, I don't need to sit there and listen to him jerk off on the radio because Kyle Kraska said his name. Who gives his shit? There's more fucking guys in this town that love patting themselves on the back. Oh, I'm so blessed. Why? Why? Because you do sports in San Diego? Good for you. And listen, I couldn't be happier for Darren, who gets to stay home, do what he loves to do, doesn't have to go drive a forklift in fucking Baja. Good for him. Was that his other option? I think so. But my God, stop acting like you're a fucking war hero. Jesus Christ, Chris Kyle, just do the fucking show. Fuck Get off. off the cross. Jeff Get needs off. the wood. We need the wood. I'm like, fuck. We already had one show that celebrated itself over and over and over again. Oh, I can't believe they put our name up on the scoreboard so the 2,000 people there could see it. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag bored. Fuck off. God damn. Like, it's extra. I am stoked you're working in San Diego. Like, yeah. Last time I checked, you're not hosting Fox and Friends. Like, Geraldo's like, dude, check the ego. <laughs> and here's the other thing. Let yeah. me tell you this. And if ahead. this motherfucker calls me and says anything, he won't. I'm going to take this point and shove it right up his fucking ass. Okay. If Coach or any other fucking show played a clip of Channel 8 celebrating, he'd be the first guy texting me going, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yes, he would. And I'd be like, I don't know. He's a dick. <laughs> oh, I couldn't believe it. When Matt Balo circled 12 to 3, he said the waves could be 12 feet or 3 feet. It was 12 to 3, Marty. Celebrating our return to a 1,100-watt radio station. Hashtag can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? 
Dude, it, it was crazy. It was so funny because it's weird when we're caught up in this. Number one, yeah, we are. We know a lot of people. Okay, I yeah. mean, we've done this. We run in the same circles. We're one of the few people that can bust balls because we're friends with these guys at every station. We always have been. We've never been in a situation where someone's on another station and going, "I'm not talking to him," because he's the competition. We're like, we never played that stupid game. Yeah, dealers. We are friends with Darren. I sent him a note also saying congratulations. Blessed. I didn't say blessed. Um, but I sent him a fucking note too. Here, here's, here's what's crazy. What people and you were at, you were gone. You were out of town. People are writing to me. Is fucking Stern going extra? Like, what the fuck's the big deal? And right. and I was like, dude, I don't know. I know he has a good size audience, but I go, they're losing Ugh. their mind. And I think I can understand why Extra is promoting him as radio icon. Darren Smith joins Extra thirteen sixty because they haven't ever had a rating blip anywhere. Because and it's not because the talent, the signal sucks. Yeah. It's fucking terrible, okay? And here's where Darren's going to run into trouble, where he's going to call you in three months and go, Jeff, what the fuck? Yeah. Why don't you tell me? This is where he's going to call you. Because Darren spends a lot of time talking about how you need to go to the iHeart app to listen to the show because they know the signal shit. He will get zero fucking credit and will not get right. paid. They're going to fuck him. They're going to fuck him like they fuck everyone else. And yeah. there's no way to measure it that they will show him how many people actually go through the app? And the majority will go through the app. Trust me, the station is yeah. hard to hear. I listen through the app. When I listen to Costa and those guys, through the app. When I listen to Darren today, it went through the app. This is where I turned the station, though, at 1224. So the way their clock is, you go from the top to 24, you take a break. Still. Still, okay? From 12 to 1224, it was all bullshit. It was all what I'm going to do, who's going to come on. I lost Kyle Engelhart's keys. Uh, Marty can't change her email from Martha to Marty. We'll take a break. And I was like, dude, I'm not coming back when you take a break. Because you spent 24 minutes just not getting to the fucking show. Jump into it. Just jump into the show. urgency. Give me a reason to hang around. And but I'm, I'm I, telling I'll you, though. This. But I'm telling you, though, the guys who do successful radio shows, they jump into it. And that's the way your brain works now. Back in the day, your brain didn't work that way. But everyone's on their phone and watching TV and streaming this and that. There's so many different ways of getting information really fast. You can't sit there for 24 minutes and talk about fucking nothing. Because just like you, you go over to 710, you go somewhere where they're going to talk about something you might give a fuck about. Well, I'll say this. It's the first week. It's why I avoided the first week. have been doing week. it for 15 fucking years. What are you talking about? Yeah, but I avoided the first week of Ben. You didn't come and- out of a coma. <laughs> Jesus. I avoided the first week of Ben and Wood's show. It's- Dave, you know what it is. The first week Wait, when you what? Come- why did you do that? <laughs> The first week of Ben and Woods, well, I, I said it right here. Oh, you son of a bitch. Steve Woods is going to freak out. I said it right here on the show. I go, I didn't listen day one or day if he two. he didn't have low T, he'd probably punch you right in the face. Yeah, he's got low T. He says he does on the radio. Okay. Uh-oh. Does that mean he's got a little Flacido Domingo? I don't know. I don't want to go that far. I'm just saying. He's doing low T commercial. I hope he's getting a ton of money. I hope he's getting a ton of money. That's a hard thing to admit. Don't say hard. It makes him feel bad. Oh, shit. You <laughs> asshole. No, I am. I'm really stoked for Darren because uh, I can't listen to coach, man. Dude, no one's going to listen to coach now. Poor coach. But I will say this. Here's what becomes interesting. So give Darren a couple of days. Darren will be fine. And it'll be right back to the show that we all liked. And it'll His be his guests were good first two days. Oh, it's been great. Marty does an insane job, and they'll find their way. It's a different rhythm. You have to find a different rhythm when you go into a new building. The fucking guy said it's only his third job, Dave, since, like, 98. 
It's a pretty amazing run he's been on. Yep. And uh, and I thought he was pretty candid the other day on a, on something I listened to where he said, "Fuck, man, I'm nervous." He kind of sounded a little bit. You're just you're a little out of your routine, but he'll hit his stride. I will say though, having been there a lot, yeah, it's a tough putt for Darren for a couple of different things. When he was at 1090, he was the prom queen. In that building, you're not even in the fucking court. Oh yeah, in the building, you're right. Rickards fucking drives that building, and Gina the Latina drives that building, and. Kogo drives that building. I don't know where Star's at. I couldn't give less of a shit. But uh, you're right there kind of fighting for crumbs with Cabana Boy Jeff Allen. Yeah, he is. He's a great fucking dude. Extra is uh, shit. Who are they? I'm trying to give you a Padre analogy. They're Josh Naylor. You're Josh Naylor in the Padre lineup because Manny Machado is fucking Dave Rickards. And KGB. That's it. It's where the money is, and that's where the attention goes. And I heard him say, God, everybody was so nice to me. Well, guess what? When they fucked Stacey Taylor and we all came in, they were nice to us. And then they fucked all of us, and I came back, and they were nice to me again. And then they fucked Ben and Chris, and guess what? They were nice to me and Dave. I'm like, I know this drill. Then we get fucked. Nick Hardwick comes in. Everybody lines up to stroke his needle dick. And now they fucking run him out and fucking, oh, God, you know what? It's so, they were so nice to me. Of course they are because they're fucking drowning and they're hoping you can come in and save it. And if you can, yep. good on you. Good on you. If what? he can, honestly, hey, tip of the hat. I mean, fuck fuck, yeah. the Dude, station's been dying him. since 2007. Look, I like their lineup. I do. Uh, not the afternoon show. The afternoon show to me is extremely weak. Too extremely many fucking voices. Weak. But when you look at what Mike and Judd do in the morning. Yep. What the fuck was that? Don't worry about just it. Throw a slingshot at me. I don't know if people even heard it. That was um, me throwing away an old show. Yes. Um, Mike and Judd. I'll tell you why Mike and Judd resonate for me in a second. Herd's better than Rome. Yes. And Darren's far. better than coach. Yes. So why Judd and Mike work for me is there's nothing going on in San Diego sports right now. Zero. No reflection on Stephen Ben, two really, really good dudes. But Mike and Judd have known each other for so fucking long, and they know there's nothing going on in San Diego sports. Judd beats the fuck out of Mike, and it kills me because Mike's fucking great. Yeah. And Steve and Ben are handicapped in a really, really difficult market, doing a pretty good show in a difficult market. But, I, Dave, I got to be honest. At this point of the year, I'm so fucking sick of Paddock because the guy goes four innings. Yeah. Like, I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of this whole bullshit with this team that the routine is every starting pitcher goes three and a third. I just got out Monday night. I'm at Wrigley Field. Yeah. I'm at Wrigley Field for the Cubs and A's on Monday night. ESPN game. You could not get a fucking ticket. Awesome. Packed. Everybody into it going crazy. Fucking Javi Baez. An insane game that goes down to the ninth. The A's. White Sox. And it was an absolute blast. A's, Cubs. 
Uh, A's Cubs, sorry. I had seen the... Uh, White Sox the week before. Yeah, White Sox the week earlier. Watched Noah Syndergaard, who I'd hoped would be coming to San Diego. Doesn't work out. But it's just, man, there is something about the mentality of that Padre team that makes me insanely frustrated. And I, I feel bad for Stephen Ben because you're on the flagship and I just, I think for those guys, Dave, if they had the benefit of having an NFL team here, really strong D1 college football, like if they were in a four-team market, Bay Area, L.A., Chicago, Phoenix. Phoenix, fuck, man, they would be killing it. Yeah. But I just, I'm so frustrated by that Padre team right now with the whole mentality of that team that I just really am not that interested in Padre talk. But but that's what they have to do. Stephen Ben do a really, really solid show. But at this point in the morning, I'm like, oh, they're fucking done again. Let me just hear Judd. <laughs> Judd, just rip on Mike. Just kick Mike right in his little fucking nuts. And I just, yeah, I go back and forth between two shows. But it's just, fuck, man. I, I, and I don't know that anybody, it, it's no reflection on Steve or Ben. Kaplan and Billy Ray aren't doing a different show on no. 95.7. Darren's not doing a different kind of show than Stephen Ben are. I don't, nobody. They just, but it's a really, really tough putt for Darren at Extra. It's a terrible signal. It's a station that's been there going on 12 fucking years. They've run a lot of people through that place trying to find it. They put no marketing dollars behind it. And, uh, and it's a, it's a tough gig, but I'm really, really stoked for a guy that I really, really like a lot. Uh, when he's done hugging himself, he'll be uh, he'll have a good show, and it'll it'll be nice for me because I did. I told him, dude, my routine at one o'clock was to come and check in and hear yeah. Vascursion or he was on yesterday, yeah, or Jeremiah or Eisen, and I yeah. I really missed it. So I'm stoked for all those guys coming back. They'll be they'll be good. You know, as far as the lineup goes, I think I told you two weeks ago, and I didn't know anything. But I said to you, I think Nick Hardaway steps aside. Do you remember me saying this on the show? Well, he should step aside. And it's no reflection on Nick. It's a reflection on Darren's new boss, who's a dumb fuck named Brian Long. Brian Long came into this town. Brian Long's a Kansas City Chiefs fan. He has no idea in San Diego the impact that that team leaving had. So let's just keep jumping up and down and do Charger football with a guy who for a second said loyal to the soil and then said, no, actually I'm not. I'm loyal to an organization that paid me a shitload of money yeah. that gave me an opportunity to play pro football where I still have a lot of friends and they just rode that hardware course and then finally realized what we all knew from day one, which was this town doesn't want to fucking hear it. We don't want to hear it. And so, yeah, Nick, Nick, pay, uh, Nick doesn't give a shit. That's my fine. point. Yeah, and I didn't say Nick got pushed out. I just said to you two weeks ago when he came back from vacation, I think it's long enough that Nick realizes, what the fuck am I doing? I have probably $15 million I, in the bank. No, it's not. It's I, what extra realized what no, the fuck are we doing. They didn't fire Nick. Oh, I guarantee you they fucking fired no, Nick. No, Nick is still there just doing Monday. An hour a week? Yeah, but that was his choice because they have to keep advertisers happy. But no, I, I'm from the people I talked to, He it was his 100% his decision. Well, I know he's doing pre and post game on KABC for the preseason, but I'm telling you, uh, my feeling would be, well, then extra is even dumber than I fucking have thought they've been for 
10 fucking years. Well, look at the guys who who've been who were kicking their ass, right? First of all, Woods and and Ben were beating them. Both those guys were in that building. Right. Tony Gwynn Jr. was in that building. Ello. Ello was in that building. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It, it, who the guys that they got rid of are guys that are kicking your ass. Yeah. You cut them loose and then they go and kick your ass. Yeah, consistently. Consistently. We know so what it, something about that. Yeah, so what yeah. does that say about the decision-making from the top? Fucking morons. Yes. So, again, when you find out that it's Darren's going back, I was happy Darren stayed in because, first yeah. of all, you know what it's like. When you have a family, you're married, whatever. There are different right. ties that sometimes it's hard to, to get away and do different things. But for him to say, hey, I'm in San Diego, Marty especially needed it. Jesus right. Christ. Good for her. The biggest move that was crazy as hell, you were out of town. I would have called you yesterday. Was I've never seen this before in radio. Tell me if you if you remember it. But Jim Russell producing Coach's show yeah. on Monday. Yeah. 18 hours later is producing Darren's show right across the street against Coach's competition. How did that conversation go with Coach? Uh, you're fucking boring me to tears. <laughs> I'm going to try and beat your ass tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm jumping off the fucking uh, Titanic. And I'm going on the Northwestern with Sig Hansen. Deadliest catch reference. And <laughs> what did Coach say? Well, hey, Jim, I tell you, it's been an absolute pleasure. I think you're going to do great. Jim probably just told him, hey, Coach, I got a different job. Hey, if you need me as a reference, I'll be happy to do it. know a lot of people in this town. Yeah, I'm going to work for Darren. Shit. <laughs> I kind of feel like when uh, Bob Babbert, uh, Bob Baffert, takes a horsey in the back and gelds it. You just gelded me, Jim. You just fucking gelded me right here. Right here in this beautiful studio. You feel good about yourself, you little fucker? My day when I was a coach at North Dakota State, I would have I'll tell you what I would have done. I would have made you pay for your books if you do that to me. I wish you best of luck to need a reference. I'm going across the street. Shit. Shit. <laughs> yeah, driving home. Oh, my god. How gosh. am I going to tell Mrs. Coach that? Oh, my gosh. How am I going to tell? Who's Coach married to? Becky Hammond? She's a very good female coach. Hey, honey. Yeah, remember Jim who we had over? You made your famous tater tot hot dish. Well, that little cocksucker ain't coming back. Yeah, he left. He left the tribe. Oh, I didn't imply that he was Jewish. I just meant that he left. He's not with the family anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah, what the fuck? Tater, what did she make him? Tater tot hot dish. <laughs> Wonderful. But I feel so bad for Mrs. Coach. Spent all that time running down to the store, getting Oritas. <laughs> what does his coach say? Pass the ketchup. Yeah. What is that? What is, I'm dying to know what coach eats every night. Now that you just put that on my head. When coach gets off work, he has to come home, hang up the same black suit, right? Yep. What and does he change into? Changes into a Tory Pine sweatsuit. <laughs> coach. <laughs> Polyester bike shorts with the two buttons? Yep. And right along the left calf, it says J.K. John Quintero. Not... <laughs> Not just kidding. Oh, my God. I tell you what, Dave, it was hard for me. I went home last night, and that famous banquet Salisbury steak just didn't have the same appeal. <laughs> Did you watch the ball game, Coach? Could it? Yeah, I watched it, but it was hard to see because I had tears welling up. Hate to see a good friend leave. 
You know what it felt like? It felt like that scene in Fast and Furious when Vin Diesel cried at the ghost to Paul Walker. <laughs> it's been a long day. Dave, how's that song go? Usually I'm singing the Sound of Music soundtrack. Oh, my gosh. Without you, Jimmy Russell. Yeah, Jim Russell's like, fuck this. Dude, Jim honestly made a great business decision. I have never seen a guy Hang do on, it in he's still hours. going back to extra. Calm the fuck he down got, over there. He, what got a, do you... he got a contract. <laughs> he break those like a motherfucker. Yeah. That's like, uh, those are about as valid as a WWE suspension. You're right. Fuck that place. <laughs> but all I know is if I'm at 95-7 and guys are leaving you for yeah. extra... That's like somebody saying, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and quit your place of employment cuz I got a job shoveling shit at the TJ Bullring. <laughs> that doesn't seem like an improvement. It's an improvement over this place. Dude, you leave the Padre flagship to go to Extra. What's that tell you about the Padre flagship? You know, honestly, 973 has to be going. This isn't a good look at all. Well, they still got fucking Rich Herrera there. Like they I, Yeah, I thought Jim Russell was producer of Padre Baseball. Dude, he was uh, a high-ranking guy over there. And look, Jimmy Russell's a behind-the-scenes guy. I don't know how many people know his name. Fucking really good dude. Really, really good dude. And he's going over to help Darren. That's Darren lost uh, Carruth. Jimmy Russell's a solid guy. Um, I, I did Carruth, too. Really good kid. But... um. But yeah, but that that to me, Jimmy jumping back to extra, extra bringing him back because they felt like they'd got fucked when he left. And the funny thing is, those two buildings are literally right across yeah. the street. Yeah. Like you always say, oh, I'm going across the street and some station extra to 1090 is a 20 mile drive. These guys are literally yeah. right across. They face each other. Yes. It's insane. Fuck, he didn't even have to have his mail forwarded. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think Dave, like it, it's gotta be 95, seven had been riding a little bit of a publicity wave since Steven Ben went. And now it's like, Hey, we just kind of, we just kind of fucked you. 97, three. What's 95, seven. Ah, fuck. 97, three. Yeah, I think you said 97, 95, seven twice. I think 95, seven's the fan up in, uh, San Francisco. Okay. I don't think it was one of the radio stations in Chicago. I've been gone for two right. fucking weeks. Is it, are you nervous? You got to take some time to get back on it like fucking Darren? You no. make it sound like he was gone for three years. I know. <laughs> Fuck. The weather didn't even change. What are you talking about? He's nervous. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. The I just, time change I don't think even happened. <laughs> what the fuck's he talking about? Fuck, Andy Green's still here. Yeah. Yeah, I've I, been hard coming back. I fed up for a meal's not here anymore. Fuck off. Fuck off. I'm so impatient. If you bore me, I'm gone. Fucking guy hadn't been on four months, had all these things. Susie went to Kraska, another buddy of ours. Click. Gone. <laughs> Dude, it's funny, Who gives though. Gives a fuck. My midday habits, though, have switched over to, um, as you said, 710. Yeah. I, I sit there and I John listen. John and Steve do a really good show. And Plus, I listen through their app is how I, how I do it. But I listen through to those guys. Yeah, they do a great job. If you yeah. want to know what's going on with the Lakers and what's happened on with USC football and different than UCLA football, Chip Kelly and all that, fuck, I've been going over there. Because honestly, you're right. The hosts here don't have anything to say. They just yeah, don't have just, anything to say right now. 
It's a tough grind, but Darren will be fine. He'll he'll. I think Darren will kill Coach. I mean, Darren. I think, oh yeah. I Demolish expect honestly, him. Darren will have close to the same numbers he had at ten. Well, I tell you. Let me ask you this: Who did? Who will Darren kill more? Did he kill Coach more? or Did he kill Kaplan more? Because the ten ninety dream's got to be dead with Darren fucking going to extra. That's a huge blow. And if Darren's going to extra rather than waiting it out for ten ninety, I think that should tell you all. Uh, again, this is just my speculation, but I know both stations very, very well. If you're going to extra, and again, it might just be like, "Hey, man, we need you now, and you got to go." Yeah. Just like Stephen Ben did. So nobody should criticize what those guys did. When you get a check and get insurance, man, I respect both uh, both of those shows for doing what they did. But Kaplan's got to be fucking DOA at this point, right? I've heard nine different weeks he said we got to have an answer by Friday. Yeah. There's never been an answer by that Friday. But, wh- I mean, what are you going to roll well, out? Well, here's the deal. If Even if he would have come back with whatever, people really don't care how he gets them on there. They just want to hear on back on there. Remember, it's a free show for everybody else. Mm-hmm. If he would have had Darren and Ed himself back to back like he had, they would have gone right back to where they were. I understand people will say, oh, my listening habits might have changed in the last three months. Look, if you're a fan of Darren's, you're going to go to Darren. If yeah. you're a fan of Scott's, go to Scott. Well, they own 12 to 6. Right. They, if you're in sports radio, they just own 12 to 6 in San Diego. Right. Losing half of that is a huge blow to Scott. Lo- Scott told me the other day, I, I, I was just talking to him the other day and, and not going to give all the details, but he said, Dude, I'm going forward. He didn't give me a time frame. I didn't ask him for a time frame either. He, I just said to him, hey, now that, just like you just brought up, now that Darren is gone, mm-hmm. does this affect your plans to put 1090 back on there? And his exact response was, do you think Darren's uh, decision on where he's going to work is going to affect my plans? Yes, very much. See, I think it does. I didn't say anything. He just curb stomped him. I just didn't say it a word. It absolutely does. The guy was a huge part of your fucking station. Jesus Christ, I didn't ask about Pete Gray. Was it talking about fucking Let's Talk Hookup? Hey, Scott. Uh, fuck, the fishing show and lawyer in blue jeans just left a KCBQ. Are you dead? And then if he comes back with that, you go, yeah. Hey, the guy drawing a fucking six share and a lot of fucking ad revenue just left. Does that impact you? What are you trying to say? Does that impact you? Fuck, Dave. If the Dodgers lose Cody Bellinger, yes, and I'm like, hey, does it, does that impact your season? You're gonna say yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. Losing Darren's bigger than losing Cody Bellinger for Scott. Right, it is. it's losing half half your lineup. I mean, well, right let's there, just see right now. Let's go through frame. the. Let's go through. You're gonna put Elston in that spot. You're gonna put fucking. You want me to give him my guess? I think he throws Elston and Hank Bauer on there. Not together, but I think both those guys end up with shows. Wow. That's my guess. Browner. Okay, that there you go. So if you go Browner, Hank, Elston, Scott. <laughs> Throwback Thursday. How about that? Throwback Thursday. And then what? You're the home Axel. of the Gulls? Yeah, I have no idea. How about that? Dude, yeah. How about that? Yeah. I think I think 1360 is home of the Rams now. Yeah, but I just saw a release tonight for Charger yeah. football that said they still have them listed with KGB as the Charger okay. station. But as far as 1360 goes, I think they have – didn't they have the Raiders last year? I think they have the Rams Rock this year. Rock 105 had the Raiders. Is that right? Yeah. So, Look, it, so it, basically, 1090 had the Rams last year. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Scott was trying to get the Rams back. Well, get something. 
but Buccaneers. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. What, what are you going to get? Uh, not much. I mean, maybe, may I don't know, man. Look, I'm cheering for him too, but we don't fucking answer to anybody around here. So that's when you come in, and you go. That's a really, really hard sell at this point. If you had Kaplan and Darren, you could you could make that work. But it was going to be, what are you going to run on the weekends? You're talking about seven twenty four. What are you going to run? You can't run best of. Are you going to go find some fucking Compass Sports Media, right? He said he wasn't. We asked that question, remember? We said, are you going to do any syndicated stuff? He said, not at all. God, then what are you going to do? You yeah, that's play what I'm oldies? <laughs> like the old Mighty 690? You can't run high school stuff on Sundays. You got to have something NFL. Yeah, bring Shotgun Tom Kelly in? Live from the fucking Corvette Diner? You know what's sad? CS would have done it. He would have. And he would never have to call it the Whitey 1090 again. But guess what? They waited too long. And now CS and that dream are over. Sleep tight. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sleep tight what? Jesus. I almost said sleep tight Mike Shepard. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Well. Maybe hey, maybe you can bring the bulldog in. Let's see. Let's go through the free agent list. Axa. Holy shit. <laughs> you can bring that douche back? No. You can't bring him back. You lose credibility if you bring him back. You can't bring him back. He could sounds you, like an old lady. Could you put him Did nice? you hear him in the press conference? You were gone. He was at a press conference with the Aztecs of the day. I'm like, who's that old lady talking? <laughs> and Woods kept saying it was Hacksaw. Dude, he sounds so bad. Who's, that, you, who's that idiot? Uh... Is an old comedian that was friends with Robin Williams and shit. Used to dress Jonathan up as Jonathan Winters. Woman. He sounds like fucking Jonathan Winters, dude. You know where I would put Saw on 1090? This is free, free uh, advice for you, Kaplan. You take it and then send me a check because nothing <laughs> in this world's free. I'd put Saw on. I'd tell Saw, here you go. You want to work here? Perfect. You're going to be my night guy, 8 to 11. Old school. You recap uh, everything that just happened in the day in sports because that's what he's fit for. Dude, open phones. Yeah. Right? Perfect. Turn Saw loose. Saw loved talking to lunatics. Yeah. Saw was, I will give Lee That is credit. a great idea. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, now, okay, so wait. If Saw goes 8 to 11, uh, okay, well, Saw's going to have to go 6 to 9. Perfect. Kaplan's going to go 3 to 6. I think Kaplan wanted to put high school sh- stuff at night. Nobody's you can't listening do it during to that summer. shit. You can't do it during summertime. Yeah, nobody's listening to yeah. that shit. You're right. You put Hacksaw that shit come overnight. on at six because he doesn't have an original thought in his in his head. Right. So he just has to follow final scores. Right. And there's no chicks that he can harass. Yeah. So it'll keep Scott out of court. <laughs> there you go. So See, far, so far, you just made it. Made a put. You filled a, a spot on the lineup. Great. Then Scott will be there from three to six. Uh, you know what I'm. You know who I'm putting with Scott. We're wishing Billy well, uh, Billy Ray well. You don't well. think Billy Ray's coming no. back? No. Linda? Uh, Welby will be there, but you know who I'm putting with Kaplan, and this will be kind of fun show? Him and Grossman. That's the show. Thanks. I never understood why he didn't bring him in before. I think Bird does a great job. So right now I'm two for two, you'd say, his program tell director you what, at 1090. I would, there you go. Would you listen to that show? I do. I, I would. I like Bird a lot. I would listen to that show, that three to six show, Bert and Scott. Pitts- All right. Pittsburgh Connection. Uh, my nine to noon show... As I go local against 
two national shows, my nine to noon show is going to be Craig Elston. Okay. What do you say that for? <laughs> Dude, I'm not listening to Craig over Colin Coward. Oh, I might. Heard waves me out. Yeah, I got it. He, he's, he gets lazy. He starts off on fire, then he has a decent guess, and then 11 o'clock he repeats exactly what he said at 9 o'clock. Now, if Craig can do us a favor... But then then 1090, what they would do, they'd follow her show. It's like, you just give me five hours of the same show. If uh, if Craig could avoid booking uh, domestic violence people like Jonah Carey, then we'd appreciate that. What did I miss? So you and I, do you remember this story? You and I are in San Francisco. We're at the Super Bowl. We're coming out and we're walking down the street one of those days, and here coming at us is a guy in a Montreal Expo jacket. Yeah, I do. That was Jonah Carey, who I first heard on Elston. And Jonah was a guy that is a baseball blogger, writer, That's insider, right. really good dude. You and I had a brief conversation with him and said, hey, man. Like, we're doing shows here. And do you remember, Dave? He's like, well, let's go do it right now. Yeah, that's right. And we couldn't do it. And uh, Jonah Carey, last week or two weeks ago, arrested on domestic violence charges. Really? Terrible story, man. Shit. Just fucking terrible, terrible story. And, uh, yeah, obviously I blame Craig like Craig had any idea. But I don't think we ever... Trust a guy in an exposed jacket. Yeah, I don't think we ever technically put him on the air. I'm not sure if anybody else did. So if somebody locally has to take the blame, it's going to be Alston. Yeah. Sorry, Craig. Yep. Where are the horns? He's You're... a Canadian, isn't he? He is. Fuck. Never going back there. <laughs> um. So I'm putting did, Alston... C- did CBS fire him? Yeah, I think across the board he's done. So you have to figure out what your morning show is and what your midday show is. Yeah. And where you go from there? Um, Midday is going to be Hank. Really? I think it's going to be Hank Bauer. That's wow. my guess. But what? H- Hank's a Charger guy. Yeah. Uh, you can't fucking put Charger talk on in this town. He's grasping at straws. Do you understand? Darren left. Uh, Hank in Bavakwa? Why not? Fuck. <laughs> you don't sound like you're listening. Uh, no. And then I don't know what you do in mornings. I heard he's talking about putting the rumor I heard was John Browner and Andrew Burr. -er. (laughs) I don't know who that is. Who's that guy? He was the, uh, video dude. You know, him. nice dude. Nice dude. Video guy for what? For a Kaplan? Like 1090 and did some shit from the UT. Just a dude who grinded. And he was doing morning radio. No, no, no. But okay. that's the rumor that who Kaplan's going to put in the mornings over there. Weren't they both promotion guys? Yes. Okay. Um, but I don't know what you do to fill the gaps from midnight to six when John and Andrew Burr er, 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 come back in. <laughs> I don't He's know, gonna man. He's going to start replaying shows. Go that move. Horrible. He just run Kaplan again. And he just run Hank again. Yeah, uh, Fuck. I don't know. That could be the plan. Yeah. It's just uh, pretty bad. Well, you gave Hacksaw a job. Yeah. I put Leon at night. Fuckhead. He can't go to the Padre games then. Good. You got to give Hacksaw the job because his Twitter account says Hacksaw at 1090. Right. He was the fucking smartest out of all of us. Goddamn guy saw the future. 
put him in. And he can sit in there at night in his little fucking tan shorts and have his own fun. <laughs> Play with himself all fucking night. Wearing his Ottawa Senator sweatshirt. Yeah. That's it. I don't know, man. It's a tough time. Tough time tough for scene. this dude. Tough scene. Uh, how about this shit? <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is terrible. That lineup? Every, yeah. I mean, just grasping at straws. I just, this is the yeah. thing, too, on Where's social Sherrod media. when you need him? Right. This is the thing that I saw on yeah. my Twitter today. Okay. And I sure appreciate everybody that even thinks somewhat highly of this show. I seriously despise the fuck out of Brian Long, who runs 1360. So while I appreciate everybody and I see what you're saying as far as, man, if you go from Judd and Mike into the herd, into Darren, into Dave and Jeff, uh, extra would be kind of fun. And, man, I, I sincerely think that's incredibly nice of all of you. I can't say it enough. I fucking despise that guy. He is one of the shadiest motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. I work for a company right now that treats me great. I work with great people, and I don't have to worry about getting stabbed in the fucking back. Like, that prick stabs everybody in the back. And Darren's going to, at some point, maybe not. I hope not. But fuck that guy. And I've already dealt with that dipshit twice. And I'm thankful that I'm at a time in my life. The only reason why I would not kick the living shit out of Brian Long is because I genuinely like his kid. (laughs) It's absolutely true. Kyle Engelhart, who they keep celebrating over there, is a fucking dipshit who does nothing. Does absolutely nothing except walk around all day and push his sleeves up. That's what he gets paid to do, right? Yep. There's a I, fuck, dude. I'm not that bored in my day to day life to go back and listen to those two shitheads. Yeah, <laughs> not a fucking chance in hell. So I appreciate it, and I have no fucking interest in going to 1090 either. 1090 to me right now is nothing, and Dave's got a different situation. You can go over there and work with Browner. But Why would I work with Browner? Oh, what do you got against him? I, I'm just saying. Well, the way you said it. All of a sudden, it, you're hooking me up with a... Uh, basically what? A, say it. A black co-host. guy? Oh, no. Dude, I don't need enough of that shit. You see these fuckers freaking out on me? Well, yeah, because you're fucking tired oh, Machado bit, and then all of a sudden, you have Hispanic oh, my, in-laws. I'm oh, like, I've been uh, to a lot of your parties. I haven't seen any. Oh, 100%, you cocksucker. Jesus. Oh, you're. I love this bullshit from you. You're There's fuck- no bullshit. That, dude, I'll tell you what. Honest to God, that drives me crazy, dude. When... I, just because a guy wears a Padre uniform, he gets a pass. Yet everybody loves Tatis and his hustle. You watched it. If you saw the game today, I know you were at work. You missed it. Dude, the hustle from Tatis is so exciting. It's the one yeah. thing worth watching. And if the fact that Machado gets a pass, when the Orioles announcer was here last week and he fucking ripped Machado for not running a first, he goes, and the play to first, and Machado's not even in the picture. Don't worry about it. It's because it's a Let fucking joke. about Really? Team. You worry about last fucking place because you're paying the guy $300 million. I'm not you're still in last place. You support it? You support yes. it by not getting on his ass. You should get on his ass as a Padre fan. No. Because guess what? You got all these young players coming up and you got this cocksucker here teaching these guys it's okay not what? to hustle. Why why are you calling him names? I'm calling you a cocksucker. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, oh now you're upset. Wear it. Yeah, I love your bullshit last week. Nobody gives a fuck what you think well, about. Well, really, the- everybody fucking cares. So that's why they get about so you? Gu- that's why they get so goddamn mad. This is what I <laughs> this is your stupid shit that you said last week where I almost blocked you on Twitter. Oh, oh please do. 
I will I'll block you block. first right now. Go ahead. I'm going to do it first. You put that phone down, you asshole. I got to pull your name up. Go ahead. What? You're stupid fucking tired Go ass. Go ahead. Tell me, you know, Whoa. Hosmer's contract's a good one, too. Fuck fucking guy struck out four Shut times up. today. Go ahead. Let's hear this shit. You're fucking go worthless. Ahead. Hey, I'm just curious as to why he's getting booed. I go, fuck off, you douche. Fuck off. He told Dodger fans, I bet we won a championship before you. No wonder he's getting booed. That's why he got booed at Dodger Stadium. I, did you not hear me 45 minutes ago, you dickhead? Which part? When I said I hate everything about this team. Yeah, so why are you defending him? Why I is it okay like not Machado. to hustle? Oh, my God. You booed Kevin Brown when he came back and he took to the World Series in the greatest year ever. I was gone for nine days. I haven't seen shit of this team in fucking two weeks. And so it was I can't great. one thing he did. And it was great. Being away from him? Yeah, you probably yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, I was it. drunk every night. I know. Dude, how much were you drinking? <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> An interesting question. Have you seen your credit card bill to know how much you were drinking? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. It was zeroed out. My credit card... Yeah. Uh, yeah, my credit card was zeroed out before I left. Yeah. And it's now um <laughs> it's now four figures. Yeah, how much were you buying for these assholes you were with? A lot. Did you get drunk and then run in front of that fucking silver bean in Chicago and take a picture of your drunk ass? We, we took a couple. <laughs> um God damn. There are so many things to take away from Chicago. Yeah, I gotta How are we doing time-wise? Hold on. I got to look, dude. I, I do not want to sit here for nine fucking hours tonight. Listen like 42 to 42 minutes. Okay. Oh, my shit. Go yeah. ahead. I'm just wondering why he's getting booed. Blocked. <laughs> um, Go ahead. So. I, yeah, tell me about Chicago. I've never been. Dave, it is such a fucking cool city. 48 people were shot in three days when you were there. Man, you know what? That's exactly what I was going to get to. Really? I was going to get, yeah, I was going to get to that because, so we go out and we go out to Rosemont, yeah. which is out by O'Hare and out there, man, we've got, it's, it's a very small little suburb, but it's right by the old Rosemont Horizon Arena, which is now the Allstate Arena, which they still do some shit there. Why did they? How old's that place? Is that place really old? Fuck yeah! But like WWE events there in the fall, like one of their pay per views. Yeah. But in our little world, for nine days where I am, I'm really close to the airport, and hotels great. You, Dave, you go like you're walking to my car from where we are tonight. Okay. And that's where the convention is that I was at all week. You come back, hotels there. And you go about two blocks up. Uh, Bill Murray's family owns a restaurant, so Caddyshack Restaurant. It's awesome. Is that what, really? That's what it's called. Yeah, Murray Murray Brothers Caddyshack. Cool. And then uh, in this little tucked away area that you wouldn't even see if you didn't know it was there, they have about six bars, and they have about six bars that are in an oval. And in the middle of the oval is a grass field, and then they have bands come in on Thursday and Saturday night. And, like, insane fireworks, but you can walk this whole park area with open containers. Cool. So they have, like, a city tavern. They have a Mexican place. They have a barbecue place. They have a place like um, Lucky Strike. 
and it Irish pub, like this whole thing right in this small little community that is less than 300 yards from my hotel. So that's where we're hanging out. But when you go on these shows, we had a team of seven. Okay. And we all come from different departments, all different ages. And they are long fucking days, man. If people work trade shows, you're there. You're on a cement floor. Your feet are killing you. Your ankles are killing you. But then at 6.15, you're done. And you're done. And there's a group of seven. And what are we going to do? Let's go get a bite to eat. Yeah. So you head to the barbecue place. You go to the Mexican restaurant. You go to Lucky Strike. You have uh, some dinner. And then the laughs start. And here come the drinks. (laughs) And margaritas go and everything else. So it started, um, I got in town Monday night. Monday night, we do a little bit of a setup. uh, Beer or two in the hotel bar. And then I went to dinner with my stepson. So relatively mellow on a Monday. Tuesday is an all-day setup for the trade show and it's about 84 and humid you're in a convention center it's sticky in there so we come out we get everything set up there's about five of us and we had a uh, we had a company function across the street so we said hey let's go check the venue out we go check the venue out we have a couple of beers a couple of shots what are you drinking what kind of beer uh i was drinking um God damn, Dave. I drank them all week. Just IPAs. Okay. Uh, God, Lagunitas? Hell if I know. I don't drink IPAs. Yeah. Super. They were great. But now um, we determined we're going to go to Comiskey. Okay. We're going to go see the White Sox. This is last Tuesday. So we get a Uber Escalade. One of the guys in our group says, man, I bet there's a liquor store by here. We go to the liquor store. So I go, well, fuck it. I'll buy it. So I go in. I get us uh, 18-pack of assorted Mexican beers, right? Corona, Pacifico, everything you want. Yeah. And I get us an eight-pack of fireball shots. There's five of them. I didn't us. know they sold fireball shots. Really? Yeah. So now it's fireball shots. Now we get down into Comiskey. We get in for like five bucks. And we go in, and I was expecting that place to just be a complete shithole. I think we talked about it last Wednesday. I had a great time. Fucking great time at the White Sox game. That was awesome. But the problem was the beers kept flowing. So, hammer. Did you see see, uh, Eloy Jimenez? Uh, I saw him, but I don't remember him. Dude, uh, honest to God, outside, I don't know anybody. I mean, really, anybody that's a huge baseball fan. Let's have Vladimir Vladimir Guerrero Jr. in Toronto on his home field. Yep. Tatis on his home field. Yeah. And Eloy Jimenez on his home field in the same year. That is yeah. pretty fucking nuts. Yeah. And I mean, you if you want to mix in Mike Trout on his home field. No, I'm just saying no, all those it, rookies. But I mean, and you yeah. saw Alex Verdugo is going to be around for a while yeah. for the Dodgers. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, but um, but I mean, just talking about impact players. Yeah. When you go, yeah, Mike Trout, Pool Holtz. In Anaheim and Javi Baez the other night at Wrigley, like those guys. But yeah, Dave, it just was every fucking night going out. And so we have. Okay, here's the funniest part of this. Okay. I wasn't going to tell this part of the story, but I'll fucking Good. tell this part of the story. 
So I'm there with a bunch of younger guys. Yeah. So Friday night, we have a company function for some of our best customers. Really, really great night at a local venue. Chris Chelios came out. Cool. He was outstanding. And so we're kind of hanging out, having a beer towards the end of the night. And I strike up a conversation with the bar manager who is, uh, she told me she was 25. Okay. So we're just hanging out, bullshitting the whole thing. So she goes, so what are you doing? Like, what's your week? And I go, fuck, I'm here till uh, Tuesday night. This yeah. is Friday. She goes, oh, wow. You know, what do you got going? I said, I don't know. I said, I think Monday I'm going to go to the Cubs game. She goes, oh. No, I know what I had said to her. I go, do you follow sports in Chicago? She goes, ah, the only team I really follow is the Cubs. I said, it's funny. I think I'm going Monday night. She goes, oh, those games are great. I go, you going? She goes, yeah, I'll go with you. Cool. I go, great. So the guys I'm with are like, what the fuck? How did that just happen? <laughs> so they go, uh, what are you going to do with your stepson? I go, fuck who? him. Yeah, who? He's done. 25-year-old bar manager and I are going to the game. Yeah. So now Saturday comes, Sunday comes, uh, Monday comes, and I don't, I gave her my number. I don't hear from her. I go, ah, that's fine. Take my steps into the game, whatever. I get a fucking text message from her today at work. And she goes, hey, I was just checking in to see, you know, make sure you got back okay. I go, yeah, I didn't hear from you. I was hoping, you know, we go to the game. She goes, fuck, I didn't hear from you. I go, I didn't have your number. She goes, I gave you my number. Oh, you drunk fuck. <laughs> Stupid shit. Dumb as shit. Damn it. Ah, so dumb. Yeah. You know that story. You know the other story when I was drunk as fuck and don't remember what I saw, right? My own. Remember our friend? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, remember that? Well, dude, uh, the funniest drunk story that you told me was when... Uh, you got hammered on like New Year's Eve, and then I was like, "What happened?" You're like, "Dude, I don't know, man." But I started fixing the printer, and next thing you know, I fixed the printer completely tanked. Yes, and, and you fucking can't fix shit. Somehow no. drunk, you were able to fix your printer. Uh, why I even started fixing the printer? I have no idea. <laughs> but my buddies kept yeah. saying, "Like, dude, what happened with the bar manager?" And they're died, right? I uh, had to tell them today. Yeah, I go look. I wasn't going to be chasing. I didn't want to be creeper guy. So I was like, here's the number. If you want to go to the game, we'll have a blast on Monday night. If she calls, we go. If not, it's no big deal. Uh, and so, yeah, she texted me today and goes, hey, uh, I think you're back in San Diego. And I said, yeah. I go, God dang, I went to Wrigley. I missed you. I was hoping we'd go. Ah, uh, you didn't call me. I go, fucking guy. Stupid. So dumb. I don't even know where it is, Dave. Like, now, am I better off that I... Let me ask Let me ask you no, this. No, you aren't better off. Hang on. I told you I went from a zero balance yes. to a four-digit number on my credit card in six days. Am I better off that I kept all the receipts that I'm allowed to write off? Or am I? would I have been better off losing all the receipts and keeping her number? Keeping her number? Yeah. 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 Fuck. That's what I was afraid you were going to say. Everyone listening is saying what I just said. I know. Fuck. Yeah. It's all right. Gives me a reason to go back to Chicago. <sighs> it's going to be fucking Javi Baez by That's then. That's it. No shit. 
Greg Maddox. <laughs> Greg Maddox. And fucking Chris Chelios. Uh, that sandbagging son of a bitch. Oh, my God. Yeah. I wish he almost didn't even tell us that story. I have to. We're all disgusted. Sorry. That's a message to kids. That's a horrible story. Don't drink. <laughs> Don't drink. Dude, I worked with this guy. I told me a crazy yeah. story yesterday. He was saying he was in a bar. I think it said PB. Oh, right. it was, no, this is a while back. It was Mooses. Where the fuck's Mooses? Yeah, dumb PB. PB, okay. Yeah. So, because yeah, there's always a bar he's in, so I can't, I got confused. So he's in Mooses, and some guy starts to pick up on his wife, okay? All right. So he reaches down on the table, and he picks up the three ball, and he just guns it right in the middle of the guy's forehead. Oh, okay? shit. How bad do you think that fucking hurt? I'm going to think it hurt. So the guy knocked out cold, and he goes, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. You know, he says to his wife, and they start to leave. And then they're going to the car, and she goes, ah, oh, I forgot my purse. So she goes back in to go get her purse, and that guy's coming too. He gets up and he punches that guy's wife right in the face and knocks her out. Oh, then that guy needs to just get the living shit. How about that shit? Him. Yeah. How yeah. about that? I was like, dude, how, why would you let your wife walk back in there without you? Yeah, can't do that. Man, I'm. <laughs> I will say this. How do you go to work the next day with that big bump right in the middle of your forehead? Uh, well, just to wrap Chicago really quick. Yeah. Um, Saturday night we went downtown. Yeah. What was the coolest thing you saw? Um, Outside of baseball. Just being in the city, like it's a really great city. But the thing is, Dave, and and we'll do the ads and then I'll tell you about the thing that impacted me the most from the weekend. Um, you go down into the city of Chicago. It's so much fun. The people are great. There's just, look, Chicago's so much better than L.A. It's a million times better than L.A. Wow. Yes, it is. And why it's better than L.A. Yes. Is because if you're like me and you're like Dave and you like energy and nightlife and things going on, big city action, you get it in Chicago without the douchey attitude of L.A. I, I, and that's the one thing that stands out. Like you just go around. There's so many sidewalk bars and restaurants and people are just like, whoa, hang on, man. I got the door for you. Nobody. Hey, how you doing? How's it going? Whatever. And people are just cool. And. Men are cool. Women are cool. Just like no attitude. How you doing? Where you from? Um, like my final night, we were just bullshitting with the bartender. And he's like, can't believe you guys are all leaving. He's like, I want you guys to stay. Like you guys have been fun. And he just starts buying beers. But that was the thing. But what bummed me out is being there. We see what happened in El Paso. Yep. Incredibly heartbreaking. On the heels of what happened in Gilroy, what happens at Dayton, Ohio, and what happened way too many places. We'll forget about it in two weeks because there's going to be another one. That's right. the way it goes, But Dave, you, you said earlier on this show. Sick. I get up Monday morning, and I, I got to change hotels and everything, and I'm watching the local Chicago news. 49 people were murdered in the city of Chicago on Friday night when we were having our party. Yep. On Saturday night when I was downtown and Sunday night when I was uh, not far from the city with two friends of mine from work having an insanely great Italian dinner. Just kind of looking back and laughing at what had been a really fun, productive week. 49 people that weekend alone killed in the city of Chicago. And... Nobody mentions it because yeah. Chicago has maybe the highest 
crime rate of any city in America. Well, shootings especially. Dave, I'm telling you, I was there for a week in January, nine days this time. You just, you don't know it. There's, you go into the city and there's no feeling of fear. People are moving around. It's exciting. And when you see that, it's really, really frustrating, man. It's it's really frustrating because it's a great city. It's uh, kids, right? It's gangs. It's crime on that. It's probably a lot of inner city minorities. Yeah, I saw eight kids were shot on a, on a basketball court. Right. And you go. Uh, Dude, if we had one weekend like that in San Diego, just one. Right. We it talk, would be so nuts. People would be talking about it forever. I mean, we talk about. The PSA, we just went yep. through this whole thing. San Ysidro and both of those stories obviously should get attention for how horrendous they were. But when I'm sitting there on Monday and I wake up and I'm like, damn, man, I'm going to Wrigley tonight. And I'm out tomorrow. It's been such a fun week. And you go, 49 people, 49 families have been impacted this weekend alone. It's devastating. I'll tell this story real quick and then we can get the well, fuck. I'm, and after that, I'm going to ask you about Wrigley Field. So go ahead. Yeah. So, uh. So we stay at a hotel right across the street from the convention center where we're having our show. And I'm in line on Sunday at the gift shop in the hotel just getting a bottle of water. Kid in front of me looks like he's probably a little bit older than my sons, who being away that long, I was missing my boys a lot. Son turns, uh, This kid turns around. He sees my shirt, my uh, shirt from Upper Deck. And he goes, hey, it's my favorite company. I go, get out of here. We start chatting. He goes, yeah, man. He goes, I opened a bunch of cards, and these are the cards I got. I go, get out of here. He goes, no, it's true. I go, all right, do me a favor. I said, I'll be at our booth in about an hour. Yeah. Come on by and see me. It's the last day of the show. I got a ton of stuff for you. Come hang out. He goes, cool. So sure enough, about an hour later, here he comes with his mom and, uh, I go, hey, what's going on? He goes, ah, you know, we're just hitting the show, whatever. And just that morning, I had gotten a bunch of really cool packs of cards that included autograph cards, memorabilia cards. And I said to him, I go, how old are you, man? He goes, 12. I go, God, it's funny. I said, my sons will be 12 in November. I've been away from them for eight days. I'm missing them a lot. And I said, time to buff you out. So I, we're just sitting there, me, him, and his mom. And we're just giving him auto cards, mem cards. Line them up with about 40 different really cool hits. Kid's super cool. And now he starts kind of chatting with some of the other people that are collecting. And I start talking to his mom. And I go, you know, how's the trip treating you? And she goes, ah, it's good. You know, we got to get back to Florida. And I said, oh, wow. We don't get a lot of hockey collectors from Florida. What part of Florida are you from? And she said, we're from Parkland. And I go, holy cow. And I go, really? And we started to chat. And if people remember, I believe it was February of 2018 when they had this shooting at the school in Parkland, Florida. And it might have been March. I, I don't know. I remember uh, Rizzo left spring training to go to Parkland. Remember okay, that? yeah. I, I Yeah. So what the mom said to me was um, she and I visited for about 20 minutes while her son uh, was just trading cards, collecting, goofing around. She grew up in that town. The mom's name was Erica. 
And Erica said that she grew up in Parkland, went to high school there. I said, how big a city is it? Because we all watched the coverage. She goes, damn, Jeff, we're probably three square miles. Really? She goes, it's like 23,000 people. And I said, uh, your son's how old? She goes, well, he's 12, but his school was on the campus of the high school. So he was on the same campus when the shooting takes place. And all the kids, you know, that were gone, that were impacted that day, I said, you got to know those kids, right? She goes, oh, my God, are you kidding me? Halloween, Little League, school functions. She goes, I watched them all. She goes, I watched them all. She goes, Jeff, I grew up there. I went to that high school. I graduated from that high school. And I just sat there, Dave, and I'm like, you know, we sit here and we think about, ah, Whatever little issues, and it's it's not the cliche that it puts it into perspective, but I said, so what brings you to Chicago? And she said, I brought him here to get away from the noise. Because she goes, it's just, it's the silence in our town is deafening. And I said, do me a favor. I said, if this kid gets, I said, how many of the kids? She goes, you knew them all. Knew all those kids. I said, if he gets an A, if he gets a B, I go, shit, my parents took me to dinner if I got a D. <laughs> I said, if he helps you with the groceries, if he's just cool, do me a favor and send me an email, and I'm putting a care package in him. Because I go, the idea that he digs hockey and hockey cards and all that, I go, god dang. And so I get back into the office today, and here's an email. And she said, I just wanted to let you know what you did for my son was incredibly cool. It put a huge smile on his face. He talked about it, and I, I hope you're doing well. And, Dave, that to me, when you go, what's your takeaway from Chicago? My takeaaway from Chicago was meeting Erica and Brandon. Single mom? Uh, I don't know. Oh, come on. I suck at this. God. Yeah. Can you imagine that, Dave? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, you like, could, should have worked it into a handy. You blew it with the 25-year-old. Fuck. Yeah. But you go, yeah, man, you met a family that was impacted by Parkland, and they're just there and and doing their thing, and you go fuck, man. I just said, like he was just cool, and yeah. the kid was the nicest dude I met the entire week at this show, where we had a couple of specialty promotional packs that went really quick. He saw two other kids younger than him that wanted him. He just gave him away. He's like, oh here, take these. You got it. I'm like, I just said to him, I go, that kid's so much nicer than my kids. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, when you go, <laughs> dude's 12 years old, was on the campus as an 11 year old or a 10 yeah. year old when the shooting's going on. I think the number I heard was 17. God, it, crazy. it's unbelievable, right? That yeah. all these blend into each other. The community will never be the same. The kid will be, never be the same. The mom will never be the same. And uh, you go, yeah, what was the takeaway? Wrigley was a blast. Comiskey was a blast. All my buddies that I traveled with were, but meeting those two people and hearing that story, fuck, it gave me chills. I want to ask about Wrigley in just a second because um, obviously we love baseball stadiums. I want to get your take on uh, what you thought about Wrigley Field compared to other places you've been. First of all, I want to mention Brian Curry. Brian Curry, of course, he's selling real estate all over San Diego County. If you look at real estate right now in the market, if you're probably like me, you get a ton of stuff through your email telling yeah. you how much houses are going for in your neighborhood and what houses are going for throughout San Diego County. 
Brian Curry is the guy to talk to right now about when to sell and when to buy. He has a pretty good idea about what's going to happen to the market in the next couple of years. It is worth your phone call to call Brian Curry right now. Again, this is the biggest investment of your life. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Boy, I'll tell you one thing, Dave. What I realized being away from nine days is nine days is too much. San Diego's home. And it's going to be home for as long as my sons are here. So Good I made that decision really, really easy. And I I told, I told, saw them before I saw you tonight. I go, look, uh, yeah, you think about, oh, this town or that town. Maybe we travel here, go do shows. Man, I would have made a huge mistake. Don't do that. Do what I'm going to do, whether you want to have Brian Curry manage your property and run your rentals. If you're looking for a rental, he can help you there. But why do that? Buy a house. It'll be the best thing you ever do, especially when BC's leading the way. Absolutely. Great call right there. I'm glad to hear it. Um, also, don't forget about Alan Taylor, TaylorMade Pools. Been talking to Alan a lot the last couple of days since I had no one else to talk to. <laughs> Alan's always extremely busy, especially this time of the year when people are enjoying their pools. A neighbor right behind my house has a pool, yeah. and I hear the family in there all day long. And I can't tell you how jealous I am. And I tell you, if you're lucky enough to have a great pool, good for you. If you need that pool fixed, you need maintenance done, Alan Taylor's your guy. But if you're in the market for saying it's time to build that pool in the backyard, there's only one person to call. That's Alan Taylor. Taylor made pools, 619-449-4452. Man, I'm on the plane. I'm flying into Chicago, and I look down as you're coming in, and everybody has the same boring circular pool. We talked about it last Wednesday when we were on the air, and I was back there in Chicago. I had just seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and one of my favorite scenes in that movie takes place at the Playboy Mansion. And yeah. a lot of people have said, boy, if Alan Taylor and Taylor made pools were around at that time, that would have been the first call Hef would have made. <laughs> Nobody would doubt him. Don't be that guy with the boring circular pool. Get the insanely cool pool. Go to our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. Click on the sponsor page. Look at TaylorMade Pools. Find out for yourself. Make the call you need to make it. <laughs> hot sauces and more. Don't forget about hot sauces and more. Look, everything you need for that perfect barbecue, the right spices, and also don't forget the big green egg to make that barbecue that much more special. They're right here in the Otay Ranch Mall, right next to the main entrance for Macy's. Yes. Across from Daniel's Jewelers. You can't miss it. Again, he lets you try things out. Oh. You're not going to buy something, go home, and go, what did I just do? He will make sure you're a happy customer before you leave the store. Remember, it's hot sauces and more. The letter N, more.com. I think two weeks from now, Dave, I will be down here on a Tuesday night because we have the Stones concert on the 22nd. So we'll be doing a show that week, I think Tuesday the 20th. That might be our next night at the Otai Ranch Farmer's Market. I encourage any of you that live locally to go down there and find out for yourself. The great thing is if you have the big green egg, Brian's going to teach you how to use it the right way. And if you don't, he's got a wide selection for you, uh, whether you want the smaller one or the bigger one. But even if you say, hey, I may not be in the mood for the big green egg, but I got an insanely cool Weber. I have a barbecue on my island. Man, the first stop you should make is hot sauces and more. They're right here, Otay Ranch Mall. Go in there, check it out for yourself. But walk out of there with that big green egg. We'll see on the 20th at the uh, Farmer's Market. Absolutely. Dan Williams, I know you probably missed Dan as far as what's been going on with him. Dan, of course, is the guy that we have the huge bet with because even though it's with the Jeff, Dan is the one that makes me pay attention to everything that is going on. Yes. Are you concerned at all about exactly what's going on with that Padre bet? 
Uh, I wasn't until I got my credit card bill today, and now I don't know that I have an extra hundred. I kind of need that hundred to pay Capital One. Plus, those fuckers gave my information to anybody who wanted it. So, yeah, I'll probably be paying oh. off, uh, I don't know, student loans somewhere. Be paying for Darren's victory party. I don't know what else I'm oh paying for. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I need this goddamn Padre team to rally like a mother. <laughs> you need 26 more wins. That's all you need. Twenty six. These assholes are gonna get me twenty four, and it's gonna be the longest offseason <laughs> of my life. Again, Dan Williams is the guy you need to call though. When it comes to managing your money, making your money last a lifetime, a lot of people are trying to figure out what they're gonna do. We just talked about real estate a second ago. Look, Dan Williams is a very, very uh, basically knowledgeable about what's gonna happen in the market. You gotta talk to him, and most importantly, He'll tell you how to finance to make things last for a long, long time. Yeah, I love the books that you have, and we will get you all the details on it. Because, again, I leave, and Dave just throws all my papers away. I'll give you your papers. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Yes. Slash Dave Jeff. How's that? That's how you get the two free That's books. That's how you get the two books. But the most important thing that Dan's going to teach you is how to borrow smart and most importantly, repay smart. What I needed Dan to do nine days ago was uh, buy smart because I was like, <laughs> nine more. Four more. <laughs> For everybody. Yeah, I think so. Jesus. Uh, Jesus is right. Uh, but it's a blast. Now. If you are looking to buy a home, there are so many ways that you can make it work for you. Unfortunately, there are ways that it can work against you. That's why you want to give Dan a call. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. In the two books, sandiegolending.us slash Dave Jeff. Also, don't forget Kyle Fluker. He's the guy with the website. He can make your website look that much better. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Congrats to our friend Julie Brownman and Drew Goodman in Colorado. If you're a Rockies fan living in San Diego, they have launched a new podcast, and you can see their beautiful website put together by Kyle. Go check it out. A whole lot of new things coming to our site over the next couple of weeks. Can't wait to give you all the details on that. All right, Wrigley Field, because yes. for years when I used to ask you best ballpark, you always used to say the Giants Park was the best. Uh -huh. it, it's not. It's Oracle now, right? Yeah. You used to always say that was your favorite. Uh -huh. I, I think you can make an argument Petco might be the best, but Oracle is outstanding. As far as Wrigley compared to Dodger Stadium, compared to them. Petco, compared to San Francisco, where does Wrigley rank? Fantastic. But the one thing that you have at Wrigley is goddamn there are a ton of obstructed view seats. Is that right? Yeah, they because they, of the stupid posts. Uh huh. They got pillars. Same thing at Fenway. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. But it, Wrigley was different than I expected for this reason. I have been to Wrigleyville outside of the ballpark probably ten different nights. So dinner, beers, partying, whether it was at Murph's or Cubby Bear, or any of the other places down there. I've done all that. Yeah. I've been all done all that. The only thing that I had not done was crack the threshold and went in. So when I got down there Monday night, we went and had a burger at Cubby Bears, blast. Um, they have done the Rickards family has done a ton of remodeling. The front facade is beautiful. Like they've changed the look of that. Restaurants have been built. Right down there, like they, they've made it feel a little bit like the East Village. 
But when I got in there, when I finally got in there, you just go, holy shit. This is really cool. Cool. This is really cool. Were the seats uh, comfortable? Because Fenway yeah, was terrible. Yeah, it's great. It was great. And we went down, um, got my seats from StubHub. I waited. You didn't go to Theo? No. Theo said he'd be insulted if you didn't ask him. I didn't go. But um, I have a plan for, for when I'll cash that ticket in. Um, and it wasn't going to be on this trip. Um, but Waiting for the 25-year-old to find a fucking right. number? Fuck, I still don't know what Stupid. I do with it. When's the last time you had sex with a 25-year-old? Uh, I was probably 11. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Dave, the thing for me that when you go in is it's just like you're just soaking it all in. And you're looking at, the again, a Monday night game against the A's. I thought, ah, oh, this would be mellow. It was fucking packed. That's awesome. The crowd was into it from the start. Uh, How hot was it? Just curious at night. Oh, it's hot as shit. And right. where I was down the right field line is just like if you're in San Diego on a hot, humid night, you're looking right into the sun. So it was hot. But then when the sun dropped, and it's crazy looking at these fucking highlights right now, um, when the sun dropped, it was absolutely perfect. Can you live in Chicago with that extreme weather, with the heat and the cold? Yeah. It's the only city where it seems like people die in their apartments, whether it's too hot or too cold, over they and over said again. That, they said that on the news the other day. Did they really? Yeah. They you hear said, that all the time about old people dying in the heat and the cold in Chicago. Man, that is a that is a really, really fun city. Like, it, it I, yeah, it's great. There's something- you like it better than New York? Uh, it's funny. I'm scheduled to go to New York in a couple of weeks, so uh, maybe closer to a couple of months. Let me get back from New York, and I'll tell you. It's been a long time <laughs> since I've been to New York. New York is has always been my favorite place, my number one place. I know all you dumb fucks think L.A. is. I like L.A., but um, I don't love L.A. I like L.A. Like L.A. is cool. I love Chicago. Chicago is great, and I love New York. Two different things, but... Um, yeah, I mean, if if my sons were down to go, I wouldn't go to Chicago and leave them in San Diego. I just wouldn't do that. But if my sons were like, yeah, let's go to Chicago. Oh, I could do that easily. Yeah, really See, fun. It's funny. Right now we're, we have uh, baseball highlights on. They just showed the Cub highlights a second ago. Now they're showing the Red Sox. And mm-hmm. Boston is an overrated city to me. It's small. Never been there. Boston's small. When they say you can walk from one end to the other in three hours is bizarre to me. Yeah, New York City's kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, but New York, there's something to see every second. There's right. nothing to see in fucking Boston, except that's where they row those boats. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what's crazy about Wrigley, Dave, is when you go there, and we've all done the same thing, right? We watch games since we were a kid with Harry and doing that thing. Man, you look at how they really, the ownership group, fucked the guys with the- The, the roof. The rooftop. Yeah. But I will say this, the additions that they made to the stadium are great. It's a really hard place. This is the one thing about Wrigley. It's a really hard place to just look up and find the line score. At really? Petco, at Petco, you can look up, you can find the line score, you can find how many pitches have been thrown, you can find any of that shit that you want to find. It's a really hard place to just find. They've got these two huge, massive video boards but just trying to figure out what the fuck's the count? Like, yeah. where the fuck is the count? You know count? what? Arizona's like that. I was at a Diamondbacks yeah. game a couple months ago. I was like, where the fuck am I looking at? Yeah, where the fuck is the count? But 
like you look behind, they put one in left field, one in right field, one right along the right field foul pole, this huge video board, crystal clear. But all of a sudden you look behind and there's all the empty rooftops. Now, I, I don't know. Maybe the maybe you could still rent those out if you have a concert. Somebody come through, but if I'm the Cubs, I'm like, well, fuck you. Yeah, you're cashing in on my product. Exactly right. But it it was pretty wild. I will say this: as much fun as it was, I walked out of there going, I don't know that I ever have to come back. Really? Even though you didn't go to a day game, you went to a night game. Yeah, I went to a night game. It was cool. Um, it was just a couple of days after. You know, whatever the anniversary was of the first night game. First night game was, what, August 2nd? They tried to do it. I think they tried yeah. to do it, you know, August 1st of whatever year, 88. 88. Weather was bad. And uh, it was cool. And the game program, Cubs do a game program. Padres can't fucking be bothered with it. So fucking minor league, this whole shithole team. Um. Right, but I get my kids a game program, and there's yeah. a whole recap and showing Harry Carey and Bill Murray cool. drinking buds in the press box as the weather's going down. And it tells the whole story of it. It was, yeah, it was great. That's but awesome. I, but I just think because after the first night in Wrigleyville, I was like, I got to fucking come back down here. And now I dug it. It, it met expectations. Absolutely. Super fun. But if you, you go, say it's number one, your favorite all-time ballpark. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, probably is. Really? Yeah, wow. probably is. It's Dave. It's fucking really cool. Like it, it's it's really great, and the the way they do it, the people around. I mean, you's, you're always gonna have douches at some place, of course. But it was minimal. When you looked around, what part of Cubs history did you think of? Look at think of Bartman. What did you think of? I did. I did think of Bartman. It's funny. I went back and watched the Bartman thing on YouTube. For me, man, what I what I took away was thinking about Harry and Steve Stone because yeah. they've got the huge picture of Harry Carey above where that booth is. And I just remember sitting there, yeah, Bartman, uh, a lot of shit. But just getting here as a kid and summer vacation, watching those day games on WGN. Yeah, me too. And all that shit. Yeah, I dug it. Yeah, I yeah, I would say Comiskey was really fun. Comiskey was much better than I expected. But if you said, like, Petco's pretty fantastic. Yeah, it's so, needs some history as far as. But if you're like, baseball. yeah, outside of Petco, what was the one? Yeah, I would. I I could put Wrigley ahead of Oracle. How do the women look in Chicago? Gorgeous, man. Really. Gorgeous. Yeah, and cool as fuck. I just say that because of a lot of times when there's extreme weather one way or another or we eat the food that you eat. You know what I mean? Like you always yeah. hear chicks in Wisconsin and Houston are a little big. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, they're, they are, a lot of them are just, they're great looking and they're incredibly cool. Cool. Yeah. No, man. It, it, it's Better looking than the girls in New York. The girls in New York are not good looking. Again, I haven't been there in a long time, but I'm going back. Don't go looking for girls. There's nothing. There's I didn't see one good looking girl in New York. In, in a, New York? The whole time I was there, not one. Man, all I know is today. Do we know, and we'll wrap on this. Listen, Chicago girls are okay. New York girls are okay. Toronto girls are okay. But you know me. I get home today. And I see on Facebook that 92.5 is putting on a concert. 
Yeah. At the end of September. Now, we've talked about Kaboo. We've talked about all these shows. But all of a sudden, you start looking at the lineup, and it's Stevie B and fucking Lisa Lisa. Yeah. And you go, you know who's fucking showing up at that show, Dave? <laughs> My fucking kryptonite. All these fucking hot Latinos. Yeah. The hottest women in the world that hang out right down here at Plaza Bonita. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Does, didn't Woods work at 92.5? You go to that country fest all the time. Yeah. I, Great looking girls at this country concert. I don't need a bunch of chicks in hats made out of Bud Light cardboard coolers. The Jean Schwartz are short. But you give me a couple Lisa Lisa lookalikes. What do you think Lisa Lisa looks like now? Fantastic. You think so? Yeah. Dude, that was like 30 years ago. Right. Her, is Karen White, all those chicks. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Remember Samantha Fox? Yes. <laughs> I lived in London, dude. Her rack was out all the time. She was a page three girl. <laughs> she was a page three girl. Well, uh, glad you're back. I know Leisure Fryer's happy you're back. I couldn't have given less of a shit about that old sack of shit for the last nine days. <laughs> uh, who else? Anybody else? I love Leisure. That's my boy. He knows I missed him. I missed him. I, didn't, I haven't like, seen anything from him on social media. Maybe I muted him. I think you probably muted him. That's fine. I muted a lot of yeah, people. Probably, even me. Oh, I, I told you blocked. I'm blocking you tonight. I saw you pick up the phone. You're fucking blocked. With, oh, hey, hey, listen. I have, I've lived in Chula Vista for a long time. 30 years. What the fuck's that mean? You didn't tell your I'm wife. Just saying, I don't even coach one white kid on my team. So we could call a racist. This is ridiculous. You, you bought so down I here because you're like, oh, shit. Fucking Ted Leitner says, boy, eight fucking times a broadcast. No one ever says anything. Jesus. Stop saying boy. That makes me nervous when he me says Me too. That. I got it. Chicago boy. I got it. Stop yeah. saying it. Stop saying it. You feel like Nick will end up there in that booth. <laughs> Actually, like one more boy and I'll be the lead guy. I'll be, I'll be him, a, Bubba. I'll, I'll be Uncle Jesse. <laughs> oh, you said Agler. I thought you said Sauce says no, that. No. You're sleep deprived. Oh, shit. I, uh, I'm sleep deprived. All right. Well, congrats to Darren. Didn't sound like it, huh? <laughs> it didn't sound like congrats to Darren. No, I am happy for him. It's just fucking guy, you know, <laughs> jerking off in a trash can today because they said his name on Channel Eight. Wow. All right, and then Carlo, he's been so great to this show. I was just like, you didn't win an Oscar. Shut the fuck up. Jesus, let's do the show. It's all in fucking San Diego. <laughs> Wee, 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 wee. Fucking boring. Like when we went to WWE <laughs> and they'd all chant at Coco Beware. Boring. Boring. Yeah, that's it. You but think, you think uh, Darren is wearing their Mr. Wonderful Speedos underneath like Paul <laughs> Orndorff? He's a singlet guy. Uh, but like, yeah, I don't know. I'm ha I'm happy for those guys. I'm happy for Judd and Mike. I I got to figure out for Steve and Ben. Not that they give a fuck, but they got to be able to do something, right? Like, what do they, Dave? What's that show? I know we got to get out of here. What's that show missing? What do you think that show's missing? One thing 
from just kind of a breakthrough. My, it's going to come off as a shot at Ben. My favorite part of that show is 5 o'clock when it's just Woods. Woods mm-hmm. and the guys around him. It sounds like a real FM show. Mm-hmm. Woods always has a good story at 5 o'clock. It's entertaining. And then it's uh, they play a replay of some interview at 520 that probably isn't relevant to what the fuck's actually going on right now. <laughs> and then they'll jump in and you can tell it's been like, all right, let's focus on sports. And it's just, I understand it's sports radio, but to me, the perfect mixture is entertainment. And I know it's a format of sports, so you mix that in. But uh, for me, I love when Woods is on by himself. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this shakes out. 95-7, if we're using a horse racing term, would be the betting favorite. <coughs> but does it switch over when the Padres stop playing? When the Padres season end, does the do the ratings go back to thirteen sixty? Well, thirteen sixty got themselves a hot shot jockey today, right? I mean, radio icon. <coughs> Look, man, any guy that survived in this business that long, absolutely tip your that hat. that long with two fucking jobs, yeah, and that's really really good. Plus, he's a fucking stand up guy. But I know for a fact, if Coach would have played the Channel Eight highlights, I would have gotten a fucking text. Don't deny it. Poor coach is done. Uh, he's you fucking, might as well bring Gottlieb back. You just wasted your fucking money. Yeah. No one's listening. Nobody's listening. God damn it. And when's he going to do midseason report cards with Randy? <laughs> uh, that's it. We will be back Sunday night. Back in the garage right? with a recap oh, right. of Wednesday. SummerSlam. So it'll be great. We'll be back with a complete recap because that's it. And then, uh, yeah. So follow us on Twitter. Please don't call Dave a racist. Please don't. He has two Latino friends, and it hurts his feelings when you say that. That doesn't sound sincere. How long do we go, Nick? Hour 25. All right. Well, I told you to keep an hour, but at least we got out early. So. <laughs> oh, it was my fault. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll see you later. So let